We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Basketball podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com. I'm DJ Babyface Trainer filling in today for Shannon McDaily McEwen. I'm hosting, of course, from Rotowire HQ here in Madison, Wisconsin, whereas Ken K Chain Kreitz <laughs> is calling in from the Green Mountain State. Hello, Babyface. Cough up along where I'm from, Marcy Sun. Ain't nothing nice. And happy Friday. Happy Friday, Ken. Now, we just got to step in real quick. Babyface was the name that you get, you and Shannon came up with for me last week. I know you're Shannon... Few, you're a few Bloody Marys in. Yeah, yeah. And, and Shannon also threw out Deej. Deej is his is a, is a name a lot of people call me. Now, um, I just want to squash this Babyface right now. Because, um, I, I mean, maybe I have a Babyface. I saw your photos. You used to have a beard at some point, right? Well, yeah, I would love to bring that back. The problem is it just takes me a full month to get, like, a medium-sized facial hair going on. I was going to guess two months, but, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so it's just a rough process <laughs> to get there. I might have – I mean, if you guys are going to call me Babyface, I'll have to bring it back. But I will say, Ken, DJ, like, is a nickname. My name isn't DJ. DJ has been my nickname. So if you're looking for a nickname, uh, you found one. DJ is, is, is it. I'm not sure that's – I'm not sure that's uh, cranky enough. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe we'll have we'll, to th- we'll, we'll think about it throughout the podcast. Maybe something will just kind of uh, float to the top here for you. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we go the whiteboard route where you take some votes from folks in the office. But, uh, I, I no, don't we, know if know, I'm ready for that. We don't, we don't have to lock down Babyface. <laughs> uh, and obviously, as a pod format, uh, the, our listeners cannot see your beautifully cherub face. But uh, we'll, we'll work something else. Maybe if you commit a crime or something, we can go with that. Yeah, until then, nobody will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so please subscribe, review us, and share us with others via that wacky social media. All right. Um, just like most Fridays and most like most, just like other podcasts, we're going to go over some of the recent news. And then more importantly, we've got a listener DraftKings contest coming up tonight. So me and Ken are going to dive into some of our own daily fantasy thoughts um, oh. for tonight's uh, Friday. That is slate of games. And of course, for future shows, if you have specific top- topics you'd like us to cover, send them our way. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, of course, at trainer DJ. Uh, more importantly, if you're just a Friday listener, I would go with at Roto Shannon or at Ken Kreitz. Uh, now let's hear from our sponsor. Nice job, DJ. Hey, did you know, sir, fantasy basketball is blowing up on DraftKings. Go to DraftKings.com now and enter promo code Roto Hoops to play free with your first deposit. DraftKings, uh, and, and a good way to do that would be to play with our exclusive RotoWire NBA contest we got running tonight. Uh, the URL is way too long for us to say it here, but it's already on the RotoWire Twitter feed, and we'll tweet it out a few more times. So just go to at RotoWire uh, on Twitter there. And uh, when you register, if you're new, make sure you use that promo code ROTOHOOPS. That's R O T O HOOPS for free entry now with your first deposit. This isn't fantasy as usual, this is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Ooh, All right. Got chills there, Ken. <laughs> you know, when we read those, we're competing with movie stars. They got movie stars saying those now, and I just, you know, I'm stacking myself up to the Hollywood A-list. Who, uh, who's the famous people doing the voiceovers? It's Edward Edward Norton. I oh, I did see that, Edward. Yeah. I did hear that. Yeah, he does a nice yeah. job. Thank He's you. no Ken Kreitz, but whatever. <laughs> It takes, you know, a lot of years of hard living to have a voice like this. <laughs> <laughs> Pay the All right, price. Well, hey, uh, hey uh, uh, let's dive into our current news. And a shame, DJ, we're very happy to have you here, but a shame that this has to happen while Shannon's away. But uh, Shannon's painful man crush, Myers Leonard, out a month with a dislocated shoulder. Should uh, DJ, what do you think? Should fantasy fans be rushing to pick up Ed Davis? I don't know if you should be rushing because were we truly rushing to get Myers Leonard in the first place? I know Shannon was. Um, some hosts of this podcast. Some hosts of this podcast were, and it's a little suspicious that he's gone when his man crush um, is out <laughs> for a month. Um well, you'll have to get his take on that next week. Um, so being that Myers Leonard was like a fringe 12-team player for me to begin with, um, and a lot of the Blazers' front court is as well, I'm not so sure that people should be rushing out to get Ed Davis. Um, you know, Got free throw shooting issues. Right. I mean, he's averaged almost 25 points a game earlier on in his career, and given when he had 25 minutes a game when he played for Toronto, he only averaged seven points, seven rebounds, and one block. And so it's not like he's going to 
absolutely put up a bunch of production for you in in in, in Portland because you have that two-headed monster show out there, Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. They're going to take up 50% of the shots, and they're not even really looking down low for the big men. And so uh, rushing out might be a bit strong. If you're in deeper leagues, of course he's going to be a solid option because minutes on the court is the most important stat in fantasy. He certainly had ample time to prove himself with the Lakers, uh, and that did not happen. So, sure. you, you know, uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think uh, Noah Vonley finally gets some run? I, I mean, he can get run, and I won't be there to grab him, So <laughs> even if he does. So, I mean, there wasn't really a lot of great options here. Myers might have been the best out of Al Farouk Aminu, Mason Plumley, if you're looking at that front court. And so to say that the back, a backup could come in and then – all of a sudden have relevancy doesn't really make much sense to me. So I'm going to temper my own expectations. I'll be the first to admit if I'm wrong, but if the starters couldn't get it, get it done in the first place, I don't know why the backups would be able to. Well, and Amino at small forward does such a nice job rebounding too, uh, that, that I think he kind of digs into a little of the value of the other bigs. Uh, Cause uh, there aren't as many rebounds as would traditionally be available, but you're right. Ed Davis had plenty of opportunity to shine with the Lakers and the Blazers. He'll certainly get some minutes. He might be a nice, yeah, deeply, option and i'll confess i'm thinking about running them tonight in our rotowire league oh you know, there you for- go daily is a whole nother beast and so you never you never know in daily i i like to go with guys that have a track record so i, I don't often just throw them out there um, whenever they're coming into the role for the first time but of course i've been bitten by that in the past and if you're gonna go with davis i'm, I'm not gonna not gonna stop you all right sir well there's some other Sad big uh, big man news coming out of Indiana where Miles Turner is uh, going to be out at least a month with a chip fracture in his left thumb. Miles Turner was on some sleeper lists this preseason. Certainly the Pacers are not exactly deep either uh, with their front court. But what do you think of this Miles Turner news, DJ? Well, you know, he was playing limited minutes to begin with. He's the center of the future in Indiana. Um, as of right now, they've been starting Jan Mahimi, and Jordan Hill has been playing major minutes already. And so I've already been on record that I like Jordan Hill the most out of all three of those options in terms of fantasy. If Jordan Hill plays 26 minutes a night, he can get a double-double with a block and a steal. That's just within his game. Is he going to help you win NBA basketball games? Not so much. <laughs> but in terms of fantasy, uh, there, here's a guy that I probably will target tonight in DraftKings. At what point does Jordan Hill's hair get so large it's a hindrance to him on the court. I saw him, what was that? Oh, in that Celtics game in Boston. And at some point he was tucking his, a dread or two behind whatever contraption he's got holding that thing in. And I'm thinking that looks like a problem. You know, like at what point is this a pain in the rear? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a problem until it drags on the ground and he trips over it. Until then, I think, I think it's we're actually, close to that. Are we close, close to, that? to that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, until then, I think, you know, it's just hitting other people in the face and it actually works in his advantage down low in the block. That is true. If he backs guys up, he's not a great post player, but he does have that kind of very large man bun back there that's got to be at least an irritant to guys trying to D him up. You think that's a strategy? Yeah, I mean, let's just imagine we're playing down at the Y Ken and you know, if there's a guy we're playing shirts and skins and a guy is playing with a sweat, you know, I'm playing I'm playing shirts, they're playing skins and he's got, he's sweating all over and I'm trying to guard him sweaty back. It's already a hindrance to begin with. If you so if you uh, you know, shove some hair into that mix, I want no part of it. So I think I think he's got an interesting strategy. That's why I always guard Ilk. It's got a lot short to no hair back there. Nice and clean. Yeah. 
Yeah. Minimal sweat issues. Yeah. Herb, our, our lead uh, tech guy, just, um, yeah. But I don't know. He's a little more aggressive than, than maybe player. Jordan Hill is. You, you, can't give, you can't give her. You can give Hill the outside jumper. You cannot give Ilk the outside jumper. <laughs> Duly noted, I guess. <laughs> but you know, we, we were we were pointing out Ed Davis had plenty of time to try to shine in L.A. Kind of the same scenario with Hill, though. You know, he did. At least he did well enough to get a contract with the Pacers. So you like Hill, I imagine, a little better than Ed Davis. Oh, most definitely. Um, Ed, you know, Ed Davis hasn't shown me that he can put up a double double um, when given enough minutes. Jordan Hill has. Got it. Got it. And, uh, you know, I'll say Mahini didn't didn't look that bad against the Celtics. You know, obviously he's a defensive first center, but uh, I, I was a little I was I was pleasantly surprised. Let's just say, I mean, if he's all he's doing is having to fill that defensive Roy Hibbert role that they had uh, in the low post last year, he certainly qualified for that. Yeah, I'm I'm on record with just giving him my own nickname, Ian. Five good minutes, Mahinmian. So if he's on the <laughs> court for more than five minutes, I, I'm not really on board. And so I'm going to stick with John, that. Is that John Y A W N? Yeah, John, it's it's pronounced more like Y A W N than Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, that's kind of two nicknames. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I I'm going to guess the pod guys went over this yesterday, but uh, I'm interested in your take, DJ. Absolute total chaos in Sacramento. Uh, we all know the owner, Vivek Ranadive. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but we all know he tend to be very meddling in an almost Dan Snyder type way. Lots of crazy moves in their front office of Lottie Divox. Then you bring in kind of a, a, a control freak and, uh, and George Carl, who's got a past history of uh, arguing with his stars. Now we've got it comes out that uh, Cousins went on some crazed tyrant. Uh, some giant team meeting. They did come back, though, and play very nicely uh, after the team meeting. But what is going on in Sacramento? Are there any fantasy implications there, sir? I've been thinking about this, and maybe I've been thinking about it too much um, in terms of what it means for fantasy. Because obviously, um, Vivek loves Cousins. And I, I'm, I'm one of the believers that um, that says they drafted Willie Colley Stein just to appease Cousin to give somebody um, some help fi- help side defense um, yeah. down low in the post instead of taking guys like Emmanuel Moutier um, at point guard where they really had a need for that mm-hmm. and so everything we see um, with Vivek is he's really trying to appease Cousins and so um, I don't think you know if, if Cousin gets benched for one game or two game you, you might see George Carl gone Carl's going to be gone before. Um, before Cousins will be. So I don't... I'm more concerned about what Cousins taking three-pointers means for his field goal percentage more so than his situation with Carl. It's been incredibly nice for for Cousins to add that to his game, and he's legitimately added it to his game. But his field goal percentage has suffered. Normally, it's a guy... um, He's down down six points. Yeah, yeah, he's down six points, and that's a big hit uh, in terms of Roto Leagues when you're really relying on your front court players to bring up your field goal percentage. And so I'm more concerned about that than I am the Jordan. George Carl situation because Cousins is going to get minutes. Yeah. And, you know, Cousins still working his way back from what was an Achilles issue he had uh, later. So it could be a little health related, the poor shooting. His free throws percentage are also down about six, seven points. Um, yeah. I, you, you know, what's the uh, what's the over under on on how long George Carl stays in Sacramento? I, I don't know if I give him a full year. I think I might take the under if it was a, a full 12 months. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, he got ran out of Denver when he was the coach of the year, and now things are going bad now? And, and we expect him to stay the whole year? I don't think so. At his age, why does he sign up for this mess? Right. Does he miss the NBA this much? Go take a Turner Broadcasting job. He Get had back. one. He left ESPN, I believe, to go do oh, this, yeah. to go be a part of this mess. I mean, he did weather the storm of the uh, DeMarcus Cousins tweet frenzy, the snake in the grass. And right. So, and so, right. obviously, Sacramento wants him to be their coach, and so We'll just see how much they're willing to, to go through. But at some point, you have to say enough's enough, and let's let's get some coach um, that likes Cousins and Cousins likes the coach, and then we'll all be happy at least. We'll be like a bottom feed. Like Malone, the coach they had? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly right. I mean, you're going to be a bottom feeder in the West no matter what. You might as well be happy doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. I agree. What, what, what do you put the likelihood on of the Kings uh, making a trade with Cousins, presumably with Boston, but who would just see it? What do you think the chances are that they do ship Cousins out of there? Uh, I'll say 5%. And so basically I'm putting 95% of my stock in Cousins and 5 in Carl. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I probably was, I was about to say 10%. I can't. Well, I mean, you he's as, the whole team. As a Boston fan, of course you're going to bump it up. You'd love to have Cousins in there and <laughs> sure. then just solidify that front court. We can get rid of all that. Everybody gets 20 minutes a night mess. Right, right. And I'm also shamelessly uh, a Brad Stevens advocate. So I think if there's any coach that can get Cousins going in the right direction, it might be Stevens. But uh, I agree. I would love right. to see that. I, I'm shamelessly biased to want to see Cousins <laughs> in the green. <laughs> exactly right. You're exactly right. All right, sir. What? What? Uh, oh, and actually, I think I think most players know this, but I, we couldn't go a podcast without mentioning that uh, Anthony Davis doubtful tonight for uh, New Orleans hip issue. Um, clearly big news and clearly the most expensive uh, as well he should be. DraftKings option. Uh, what are you hearing out of New Orleans, sir? Well, so when they say doubtful, a lot of people mean, oh, he's not going to play. What doubtful actually means is that he has a 25% chance of playing. So more often than not, he's not going to play, of course, but he hasn't quite been ruled out yet. Of course, probable means there's a 75% chance uh, that player will play. So just knowing that, there's a slight glimmer of hope that he will play, although I don't think it'll happen. You'll see Ryan Anderson move into the starting five. Not the way we want him to, though. Um, in terms of fantasy, we want to see Anthony Davis at the five. We want to see Ryan Anderson at the four. Then we have two legitimate um, guys in the front court. We don't like to see uh, your Dante Cunninghams because they just don't do enough in terms of producing on the court. And you know what? The Pelicans record would suggest that they don't do enough in terms of winning games. There's something, just, dep- there's something just depressing about Dante Cunningham getting major minutes. Yes, in fantasy, I mean, the Pelicans are terrible this year so far. They're one of the worst teams in the league. And so why not go with it? Um, Ryan Davis will, or Ryan, Ryan Anderson, excuse me, will have great value tonight in DraftKings. Is he somebody that you might consider in a, in a starting role in place of Anthony Davis? Uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of feast or famine, right? If he's draining his threes, you're absolutely loving it. But, uh, uh, you know, if his shot is off, uh, you're hating it. I'm trying to peek at what his salary is tonight. Um, but he's certainly a high upside guy. When he's on, he's on. Right. Most improved, most improved player. I will not be using him. He, it's a little too much feast or famine for me. Like I said, I'll say it one more time. I like to know what I'm going to get out of my out of my lineup each night, and so he certainly doesn't fit that mold for me. But once again, I've been bit by it. I'll be bit by it again. That's why you win tournaments is because you pick players like Ryan Davis to go off when nobody else expects them to. 
Sounds good, sir. Sounds good. All right. Well, I think that's it for the news, unless you've got any uh, any other tidbits you want to throw out there. No, I think that was the, the major four, the four points there. We can we can move along. All right. Well, hey, beloved pod listeners, do you subscribe to rotowire.com? If you like the advice of our podcast, you'll love our website. Try it for free 10 days at rotowire.com slash babyface. No, I take that back. It's rotowire.com slash pod, P-O-D. Sorry. Features include fabulous writing by DJ Trainer, as well as uh, lineup optimizer for DraftKings and all other basketball DFS games. Got you covered for football. Got your co- or lineup optimizer. And newly launched. Have you been there, DJ, yet? Our... Uh, our college basketball lineup optimizer. It's live. Well, I've been working hard to get that thing going in terms of the uh, the players in, in there. Um, I have not used it yet. Well, tonight is the beginning of the season, so I, right. know, I know it will be probably this weekend. Can't wait to try it out. Uh, uh, when you have so many players to sift to, right. something like the lineup optimizer is a great tool to, to, help, to help you out with TFS contests. All right, grab grab a few of your favorite guys and let us fill out the rest for you. But uh, all right, sir. Well, with that, let's now shift to who you like on uh, DraftKings tonight. We're gonna go, we'll go through the five positions, brother, and uh, let's start as usual at the point guard spot. Who uh, are you digging, or who do you see as values at point guards? First of all, I feel a little like hung out to dry here since we have this listener competition tonight. I'm giving away all my good picks, but you know what? I suppose that's what this podcast is for to begin with. So, um, you know, you can take a pretty good guess and just assume that I've constructed my lineup out of most of these guys. But you know what? I'm going to give you more than I can actually fit into my lineup. So just that's what that's what's going to say. You listed a plethora of options here. Yeah. So uh, with that, uh, I'll go ahead and, and kick it off with Mr. To Rajon Rondo, seventy-six hundred dollars. He's going up against the Brooklyn Nets in Sacramento now. Plus minutes, minutes, minutes. Right. Right. Exactly. Minutes are the most important stat in fantasy. If you're not playing minutes, and you can't rack up production. So um, I just saw Darren Collision raking leaves in my neighborhood here. That how, <laughs> that's how far removed he is now from the uh, Kings rotation. I, I, I jest, of course. He's got was it a hamstring? I think, but. Uh, um, yeah, didn't Rondo play 48 back-to-back games, 48-minute back-to-back games? Yes, he did, and that's something he can do. We, we saw him do that in Boston. It really doesn't seem to phase him um, really at well, all. It, it helps that he, had all of, he was resting all of last season, so that helps. Yeah, there you fresh go. Legs. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, I mean, we're not that far removed from him being one of the best uh, DFS players in the entire league in terms of at point guard. And we're starting to see that he had a triple-double the other night. And tonight, Friday, he's going up against Jarrett Jack and Shane Larkin. Uh, do yeah. I really need to say anything more than that? I, don't, I really don't think I – this guy's coming off 48 minutes, triple-double, and he's going up against Jarrett Jack, Shane Larkin. He do is – do you think it frustrates Larkin when he hands Jarrett Jack like his uh, assisted walker and he still can't beat him out in the starting lineup? <laughs> well, Jarrett Jack can produce when he's on the court. I mean, he he really does. He does produce, but they're not winning any games. That's the problem. Yeah, um, yeah. As someone who has a little bit of an investment in Shane Larkin, I, I, I'm pained to see that as well. Yeah, and I will, uh, you know, you're pointing out who you're playing on DraftKings. I have Rondo as well. I mean, just... How do you argue 48 minutes and uh, the production? And, and they're encouraging him to take threes. Right. Or at least at least he's on his own decided to take threes and no one's yelling at him too much. they got so many other issues that, uh, yeah, what the heck? What the heck? Well, I see you have uh, a pretty sneaky bargain 
rolling the dice uh, uh, with injuries on those Pelicans you're talking about. Yep. So um, Ish Smith is my guy. Ishmael Smith, uh, fifty three hundred dollars, going to play in Toronto tonight. Drew Holiday, of course, is still on that minutes limit. So while Ish Smith started in their last game, he will most likely be coming off the bench. But Holiday's uh, he's been confined to about fifteen minutes. That's nothing. I mean, that's that's a reserve reserve role. And so Smith has at least thirty points in each of his last four games. Um, and when I say thirty points, I mean thirty DraftKing points. Excuse me. And so even though he's not starting, he can still do that. He can do it in limited minutes for $5,300. I, I think I might, if, if, if the situation allows it and I need to pay up for somebody else, Smith is a great option for that. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well done, sir. I, I, uh, um, I, I, I like that. I like the thinking. He, he started Wednesday, right, because they got Holiday also missing back-to-backs. So uh, I'm trying to – I should see how he did uh, – uh, how did he do? How did he do when uh, when yep. they benched uh, Holiday Wednesday so, night? Yeah, so they played Atlanta. Smith saw 39 minutes. He put up 18 points, 10 assists, five rebounds, and a steal, which is which is fantastic. That equaled 42.25 DraftKings points. The game before that, which was just the day before, of course, because it was a back-to-back, he only played 27 minutes, but get this, he still put up 43 drafting points, 17 points, 12 assists. So even if he's playing 24 to 26 minutes, you can, I mean, there's a high, there's actually a high floor with Ish Smith. I know that sounds crazy, and you don't often say that with players that are $5,300, but it's actually the case this season for him. Fantastic analysis, sir. Fantastic analysis. All right, let's move on to shooting guards. Uh, I don't like them, uh, the T-Wolves, putting this particular player at shooting guard slot, but uh, they're definitely doing it, and he qualifies there. So start off with your your T-Wolf shooting guards there. Andrew Wiggins. How could I not? Um two games last night he didn't have a great game against golden state but you know what who does still put up 19 points which is is reliable uh i i'm kind of surprised about that sometimes you have an uh, a big name that just carries some weight in and in and of itself apparently that's not the case here with wiggins uh uh, November 9th and November 7th, he put up 47 points and 41 DraftKings points, hung him up against Atlanta and Chicago. More importantly, we're starting to see him take a lot of shots at, yeah. for whatever reason, and it's good because he should be their focal point of the offense, him and Carl Anthony Towns. But if he's jacking up 20 shots a game like he was uh, last week, 22 and 27, his price uh, will be a bargain at $6,400 for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know that it was fun watching that uh, Warriors uh, T Wolves game. One, just Curry just couldn't miss a shot. It was just oh absurd. God. It was another it was, yeah. crazy, uh, uh, another crazy Curry uh, game. It, it, it's almost like the T Wolves. They had this frustrating look on their face. Like we know we're getting better, and yet we're still not at this Golden State level. You know, like like. And then actually, to their credit, they were they were down fifteen to twenty most of the game, and they, you know, they made a game of it. They got close, and but then Curry just took over again, and you could see like Wiggins too just had that look on his face, like oh geez, I don't know what to do against that. <laughs> yeah, yeah they were just. 
there was a point Zach Levine was was guarding uh, Curry for most of the night, and there was a point where Levine just kind of gave up on the play, where Curry just got around the screen. Uh, the strategy yeah. just worked so well. Um, I, I do like the Timberwolves. I think they won't really click until the second half of the season, and maybe they can make a late push for the eighth seed, especially have teams like the Pelicans really tapered off. Um, but I, they've still have a lot of growing pains to go through. Yeah, and now you've got a very popular in daily circles, very popular name at shooting guard tonight. Uh, dive into that Portland Trailblazer, sir. C.J. McCollum, one of the funnest players to watch. Um, Portland is not that great, but uh, I know me and Nick Whalen, another host of the pod here, we're always clearing out our schedule late at night to watch these Portland games just because it's it's a two-headed monster show. They're taking shots from all over the place. McCollum is going up against Memphis. $6,500 is his price tag. He already hung up 20 points, uh, five assists, four rebounds, which was good for 34 drafting points against a Memphis team that's hardly intimidating anymore. The Mm -hmm. Trailblazers are going into Memphis, and that used to mean something, but it doesn't this season. I'm not sure what's going on. They just acquired acquired Mario Chalmers, but that's not necessarily a piece I think that's going to get them in the (laughs) right direction by any means. That was not headline news, even on the slow news day it occurred that was like oh okay and, and we'll put this deck chair here <laughs> we'll put this other deck chair here and we'll have marlon Chalmers come join us yeah yeah so uh still have confidence using mccollum certainly at that sixty five hundred dollar price uh, a lot of times you know the 30 point benchmark in DraftKings is what you're going to want to get to for me personally if if a player I, if i don't think a player can reach 30 points then you probably shouldn't be playing him because you need to be strong all over the place you can't get a guy that's three thousand dollars and just say you know what if he gives me 20 points then you know i've got curry tonight he's going to outperform us you really need to make sure that every player on your roster can get to that 30 30 point benchmark of course it's not going to happen but cj mccollum certainly fits that mold yeah absolutely dj and uh it's funny i I was i was thinking like hey does leonard's injury create even more shots for that backcourt but i don't think that backcourt could humanly take more shots i I think they're already maxed out you know uh but we'll see i'll probably if anything they'll be you know as injuries pile up those two guys are going to be encouraged to shoot even more um I see you've got the rooster at small forward. Dive into that, sir. Why not? Let's go, let's not? go with him. And that's a haircut I think you should consider, the Gallinari. Me? I don't think I – I don't really have really – I don't have a face that uh, bodes well for interesting haircuts like that. i got to <laughs> keep it pretty standard, Ken. Uh, um, I don't know. Mohawk, that rooster hawk he's got, I think you should give that a little run. Think well, about it. I mean, Gallinari is like a tall, handsome basketball player, and he doesn't even look good with it, so just I don't have any chance. Um, you and I lack the Italian blood necessary to pull off there. All right. That's I, lack, I lack more than just Italian blood to pull that off. But anyways, so um, Gallinari put up 47 drafting points last time out against Houston. They're playing in Denver. I love that matchup when teams are going to Denver because nobody really talks about it, but the elevation is a big deal. These NBA teams, they come in the night before they leave the same night of the game not often do they get enough time to get acclimated to the elevation and so i often shy away from players playing in denver um on top of that the rockets are the fifth worst in DraftKings points allowed to small forwards so there's a little nugget that certainly bodes well for mr gallinari and i'll tell you how terrible just terrible did that rockets defense look as they spoon-fed the Nets their first win in Houston of all places. 
Yeah, the the Rockets, they're a team that have to outshoot, and so they've always had defensive inefficiencies, but um, a lot of a lot of times they've been able to outshoot um, those uh, that bad defensive performance. But we we didn't see that happen against Brooklyn, that's for sure. Uh, I uh, the shame in losing at home to Brooklyn is inexcusable. Uh, you've got another familiar name at small forward who's playing against the T Wolves tonight uh, in Paul George. What do you see uh, in Mr. George and the commentary that's getting thrown his way? Right. So this is more of a chalk pick because George is $9,200. I think he should be a $10,000 player. I'm not quite sure. So, so he's almost a bargain, but obviously um, he'll, he'll make it hard to fit in some other players, um, given that 30-point benchmark I just threw out there. But here's why I think a lot of people will go with George tonight. Uh, last night, Charles Barkley said that Minnesota might have the worst defense in the league, and I think he might be right. Um, but George is putting up a $10,000 draft points like i said he's he's undervalued he's been incredibly consistent for everyone out there more than anything else a minnesota coming off that demoralizing back-to-back against the warriors uh paul george is doing exceptionally well he hasn't scored less than 43 DraftKings points um since uh basically the entire month of november so he's he's very reliable for you especially at that bargain rate at ninety two hundred dollars You know, uh, recently, Indiana, when they won in Boston this week, and Stephen surprisingly put Marcus Smart on Paul George for a lot of minutes in that game. And George George made Marcus Smart look like Smart was four foot two. He just <laughs> scored it well over the top on Smart, posted him up, drained a bunch of mid-range jumpers where Smart couldn't even get a, a hand in his face. Uh, honestly, it looked like you, you watched that Celtics-Pacers game and you thought, you would never know Paul George missed all those games of injury last year because he just he looked right back into his uh, dream team uh, level of play. Uh, you've got another big name, but not nearly as costly at power forward. Uh, you want to dive in to uh, Mr. Abaka? Right, so $6,500. If you haven't noticed, I love to live in this uh, $6,000 to $7,000 range. range. Yeah, like I said, it's it's filled up with a lot of guys that can score at least thirty points, um, but obviously maybe they're 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 somewhat inconsistent. So we have no Kevin Durant tonight, and so Ibaka will need to step up, even if it's just a little more. We know Russell Westbrook is going to do everything he can, um, but more importantly, Philadelphia gives up the the most DraftKings. <clears throat> excuse me, the most DraftKings points to power forwards. And obviously this is a collective, but 59.3 points to the power forward slot is what Philadelphia is giving up. So there's a lot of points to be had there for Ibaka, um, especially at that price tag, $6,500. Um, this is someone I will be using tonight. I'll go ahead and say that uh, if you're going to play the listener competition um, and you want to go for a differential play, don't pick Ibaka because I definitely will have him <laughs> in my lineup. Well, I love your point too about KD not being uh, KD not playing tonight. So that's a lot of shots up. You know, obviously Westbrook will step up even more, but uh, it's you got to believe Ibaka is going to get more shots tonight. And at 6,500, that's pretty much bargain price for an extremely large name. Uh, your man, Jordan Hill, you're also loving as an option. And heck, at 4,700, Miles Turner out, that seems pretty cheap. 
Yeah, I, I don't even need to spend much time on it here. $4,700. We already talked about it. Miles Turner is out. Jan Mahimi isn't that good to begin with. I like to see Jordan Hill get at least 28 minutes. And like I said, all he needs is about 24 to 26 to get a double-double, a steal, and a block. And so um, I think that he can reach that 30-point benchmark. And at $4,700, I'll be right there with him in my lineup. All right. Well said. Well said, sir. Uh, all right. So let's move to big men. I remember in prior pods, you kept reiterating Mark Gasol is going to win someone a tournament. And I see you're still, you know, as his neck gets better, you're still going with him. Yeah, most definitely got him in my line. I mean, I might as well just save my entire lineup and then people who want to play the differential <laughs> play can do it. But Marcus Gasol already played Portland, only put up only put up uh, 15 points, five rebounds, three assists, two blocks. And so there's a lot of room for improvement there. Um, but, you know, the last and couple... They're injured down low, and the Trailblazers have injuries. Yep, yep, just getting to that. He, I mean, we talked about that front court for the Blazers. They aren't that good to begin with. They're very young. Marcus Saul is someone who, um, you know, last year, his price tag was up in the 8,000s at different points. Um, and so right now it's $6,700. He's going to win somebody a tournament. Maybe it might be me tonight. I I I am digging your analysis, sir. I like your chances. Um, and there was one other center you wanted to dive in, uh, more expensive than Gasol, which certainly wasn't happening in season-long auctions. But uh, more expensive than Gasol tonight is Brooke Lopez playing those wacky Sacramento Kings. You, you like uh, Lopez going against Cousins and uh, Collie Stein? I do. And Brooke Lopez gets knocked because he's so unreliable. He, he can never stay healthy. But when he's actually healthy and on the court, and he often is at the beginning of the season, so, um, he's, he's super underrated. He's gotten to that 40-point benchmark um, in three of his last performances. Um, and then the Kings, of course, are allowing 58 points, drafting points to centers over the last five games. And so he won't be able to gobble up all 58, but he's been playing a good chunk of minutes and I think he can get a good portion of those 58 DraftKings points $7,000 is, is a little steep especially when you have Gasol sitting at 6700 so when given the choice I would go with Gasol but I, I wouldn't sleep on on Lopez I, I just I wouldn't do it all right good advice you know how guys like to point out oh that's one of my favorite league pass teams uh, I would say the Nets are like the opposite of that like when I'm watching Nets basketball I think I probably should be spending time with my wife. What, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> hey, she's a nice lady. I love spending time with your li- wife. I would, I would, you know, I would say there's only like five to ten teams that I would that I would pick over over Miss Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That that is high praise. Yeah, and the Nets are sure as heck not one of them. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, all right, yeah. Maybe they're, you know, the Nets are on TV, and I'm like, maybe I should fix something around the house. Maybe there's got to be a to-do <laughs> I should be taking care of. What, what am I doing with my life watching uh, Joe Johnson ISO in the corner? Oh, oh, there's like a gun going towards my mouth. I can't do this. Yeah, it, it's brutal. They they mortgaged their future, and their present wasn't good. And so, I mean, the Lakers and the yeah. Nets are two teams that you look at over the next few years, and you just think, well, let's find out who the true fans are here. Well, and I'll tell you, that's really, you know, you talk about 5% chance Boston or um, the, the, the Kings deal cousins. Mm-hmm. You've got the Celtics sitting there with what probably is going to be a top five pick from uh, from. The Nets, that's going to be, that's going to sound more appealing as time goes on. 
But you're right. I don't see. Uh, it's just wistful thinking. Keep, yeah, keep talking yourself into it. I love to. <laughs> I love to listen to you talk about it. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen at all. <laughs> I know. I know. Or worse, it does happen, and he totally goes nuts, and it doesn't work out. Ooh, at all. Yeah, no, that'd be no fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, sir. Well, uh, do you have any more closing thoughts on tonight's uh, DraftKings options? No, and not so much. Uh, I'm just really excited. Love the big game slates. And so you really find uh, there's a lot of research. And, of course, me, you know, me and Ken, we love getting into the numbers. We love looking at the matchups. So um, I, I'm really, uh, really partial to to slates where there's just a lot of games and you have to really go through uh, a bunch of different players. And so it, it was really fun pulling out some of these guys. I, I hope they all just they're all gold mines. And I hope more importantly that you don't pick the ones that are especially gold mindset i go with because i hope i win this and beat everybody who's listening to this podcast <laughs> especially you can i can't I, wait to beat you oh and uh especially since you and i are not doing as well as we'd like in the expert league okay. no you have an excuse you inherited a lousy team i have only myself to blame but, okay uh, yeah let me bring that up real quick since it, i think we have a few minutes to do it um, means, yes. one thing that you and shannon failed to mention when you talk about the rotowire staff keeper league is that yeah. this is my first year and i inherited the team and so the who was your team from Who'd you, whose team did you get i don't even know I, you've got a pass for a couple. Yeah, you've got a one two year pass. So I was I was locked into some some contracts. Maybe I wouldn't have liked to see. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just I would just like to throw it out there that uh, this isn't my team. Give me a couple years, man. Get, let me it get is. my recruits in here, and then you can fire me after three or four years, just like every other college football coach. Before I before think you that's start. extremely valid. Okay, you, all right. You, you definitely have to have some time. You know, uh, I, I agree. Uh, who, who was it that was Shannon was giving you heat for? Oh, and you have cousins on your keeper. You have cousins in Drummond. I have nice. cousins Drummond and Durant. Um, not a terrible team here inheriting here. You've, you, you've, you decided not to extend Drummond beyond this year, though. No, I did. He was locked into a contract uh, before I got there. Um, but so no, I thought he's D this year. Oh, I see. Maybe he was already D15 before. Oh, I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So I got there, and I, of course, I would have, I would have locked him up, maybe even longer. Right. Uh, it, it's tough in roto leagues, though, with with field goal percentage. And so, one, uh, a guy, two guys, really, that you guys hated on me for picking up, um, Aaron Aflalo and Randy Foy, or yeah. is it Randy Foy? Yeah, Randy Foy. Um, and I was trying to mitigate free throw percentages with Drummond. Aflalo and Foy are both two guys that shoot very high rate at the charity stripe. Um, Foy, Foy was almost like a handicap because I have Gary Harris as well. Obviously, we've seen Will Barton take over that position altogether, so I missed out completely. Um, but uh, that was my thinking there. Was it smart? Maybe not. But when you inherit a team, you make some dumb decisions trying to make up for past mistakes. You paid one dollar for Randy Foy, so it's not like you were right. Yeah, but uh, I still don't like it. But you know, I'll, I'll I'll give you a pass. And you're right. You are you have you have at least two years to blame whoever your prior owner was. Okay, fair and enough. Certainly, some Durant health would go a long way into uh, improving your squad. 
Yeah, it's a long season, Ken. Let me just say that it's it a is. long season. And so, if we, you know, if we see some bottom feeders start to rise to the top, I hope that uh, they get just the same praise as the the heat they got earlier in the year. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> as I leave this podcast well, and, and maybe never know, return. <laughs> I, I'm already contemplating dumping talent and going for next year, frankly. That's so. what, what's Yeah, Ken, let me just ask you, what's the rationale behind that? Because I have heard Shannon talk about that, how a lot of people in this league love to just kind of just start over you know take a 76ers approach what's um what's wrong with just sticking with it it's very much there's nothing wrong and in fact you'd be zagging to everyone zigging it's traditionally been an all-in you you almost decide you know so for those that don't know the rotowire expert keeper league is a keeper league it's uh very deep in that you've got 14 active and five bench guys um and uh, it traditionally has been a lot of guys, or maybe not everyone in the league, but come December is when you start to see three or four guys in the league will just say, this isn't my year, and I'm dumping talent now for nice contracts for next year. And, you know, in some ways that frankly worked out for Shannon last year. Two years ago, he bailed early, made a lot of nice trades, uh, and was stacked for almost all of last year. Um, he got a Brett. Brett gave him a sweetheart deal to win it all last year. It's not working for Brett this year. So, you know, just saying you're dumping talent for young guys doesn't necessarily win it for you. But uh, it is an approach that is historically won. I've only been in this league two years longer than you, uh, DJ. So I'm not the true historian here either. Uh, Shannon would actually give you um, wiser uh, words of wisdom. But you're right. It's, it's way too early. I hate my team maybe more than I should. And I'm also telling myself, you got to give myself at least till Christmas here. But uh, my team, it has that kind of Washington wizards, <laughs> you know, uh, Oh, it's, you know, in the East, they're okay, but there's no way they probably don't get to the finals. I mean, the Eastern finals, let alone the finals. I, I have a Washington wizards like squad. That's hard to hard to embrace. Yeah, I, I feel that way about my team, too. Banana Boats is what I am. Got a nice picture of, of the, the crew there. Chris Paul, like Dwayne the, Wade, LeBron like James, the, Gabrielle uh, Union. Yeah, I like that. That was thoughtful. That was You put, you put some, some gumption into it. That might be my uh, only contribution to this league in my rookie season. It's just a nice <laughs> name and a nice picture to look at. Otherwise, uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, initially, I love the Drummond Durant Cousins look, um, but that might come back to bite me with Cousins already missing four of the eight games they've played and then Durant out for seven to ten days. Um, and then Drummond's field goal per, or free throw percentage. So it's not like he's, he's an amazing, amazing candidate either. I, I've rarely seen uh, rotisserie leagues where someone finishes dead last or even in the bottom three in free throw percentage mm-hmm. or something else like that and win. And mm-hmm. so it is incredibly tough. It is nice that I have Durant there to mitigate that. But mm-hmm. um, it, even then, it, it, it's still it's brutal. It is absolutely brutal. Same case for DeAndre Jordan. It's hard to win rotisserie leagues with those guys. Well, I think your your tactic, and you don't need me to tell you this, but uh, you know, you wait. I, I I would see if you can move Drummond to somebody just desperate for rebounds. You obviously lose him at the end of this year anyway, so you, you've got to get something for Drummond before his contract expires. Especially uh, if I'm not in a place of winning money this year. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you got to, you know, and if you can get anything for DeRozan, great. But uh, 
Drummond, I would think you just find out who's whoever you take the top four, three, four players, whoever's got the worst rebounds. That's who you start making trade offers to. I would love any young talent at all. Yeah, I would love to get rid of DeRozan. I think I'm locked into him for the next two years. Oh, and you are. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Pe- what people assume with DeRozan, you know, he's a shooting guard. And so he shoots threes. He doesn't shoot threes. He, he does not. Shoot. He does not shoot threes. And so if you don't have a shooting <laughs> guard that shoots threes, he's just taking long two, low field goal percentage. Uh, it doesn't matter that he's putting up 26 points a game it's just it really doesn't yeah. help you in rotisserie uh, leagues so um exactly for that in this league i dealt DeRozan to your prior owner to get patrick beverly now beverly didn't work out either because uh, ty lawson and all that and he was hurt for so much of last year but at the time i was needing a boost in steals and threes and i thought oh DeRozan for beverly yeah i'll take that and but it did not pan out for either of us yeah, you, you get some. You get some. Yeah, that's that's a shame. Um, you get some interesting trades in this league because you have contracts, of course, and I'm sure people familiar with contract leagues are aware of that. But to begin the season, uh, I traded Aaron Gordon straight up for Demarcus Cousins, and it was just the way the contracts broke out. Aaron Gordon, I think, maybe had a one dollar contract. So uh, James, who traded, well, you me, took like, advantage of James Wildcat love, Arizona Wildcat love. That's what, you got to use and abuse. Smart bit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. use and abuse. Use James for wildcat love as much as you can. I'm I, my favorite thing to do on this podcast is just to hate on James for his irrational love of Arizona. <laughs> much deserved, much deserved. All right, sir. Well, that's a good note to end on. A little trash talk going to James. I think he's in first, so uh, he probably yes, can he is. Pass us later. Uh, but uh, well said, well said. I'm going to give you a toot of the train horn for that fantastic daily analysis. Thank you, DJ. Love being uh, do you have any closing words before I move into wrap up here? No, just honored to take over the position of, of Shannon McEwen. I will say that now I've made guest appearances on every day of the week except Monday. So I'm coming for you, Josh and Benny. I'm coming Boom. for you. <laughs> well said. Well said, sir. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Please go to at Rotowire on Twitter to play us on DraftKings tonight. Uh, And let's close with some words from Larry Legend. Larry Bird once said, quote, as far as playing, I don't care who guarded me, red, yellow, black. I just didn't want a white guy guarding me because it's disrespect to my game. Adios, amigos. Babyface and the K-Train are leaving the station. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.